0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's not unusual for parents to provide a monetary helping hand to their kids. But a recent study shows that today's parents are giving their adult children a staggering amount of financial support.
1: Subsidizing their cell phone bills, their rental costs, helping to pay down debt, which turned out to be twice as much as what those very same people were putting into their retirement accounts.
0: Then, as the seasons change, so does the rate of gun violence. A crime analyst compares the shootings during hot and cold weather. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. The number of shooting victims that are inside is going to stay the same. But the number of shooting victims that are outside can as much as double or triple. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It's not so unusual for parents to provide some financial support to their children to help them get started in life, but a recent study shows the dollar amount of parental financial support has exploded. Here to explain is Ken Dykwald, CEO and founder of AgeWave, which co-developed this study with Merrill Lynch. Can tell us what your research showed as to how much support parents are giving their kids annually now?
1: Well, Chris, we've always known that parents, you know, support and provide a lot of care and love and financial backup to children, to toddlers. I mean, that's just considered sort of normal. That's just a part of the exercise, but mm-hmm. when we saw how much that was calculated to be back in the 1960s, the average cost of raising a child to the age of 18 was $25,000. Today, the average cost of raising a child to the age of eighteen is two hundred and thirty thousand dollars, which is a lot. Yeah. But the real kind of shocker came when we went beyond the eighteen-year-olds. There's been a lot of talk, Chris, in the last few years about boomerang kids and the idea that a twenty-five or thirty-year-old, because of the high cost of rental housing and paying down college debts and you know inability to kind of get launched. A lot of those kids are living with their parents, and we found that indeed that's true. 31% of all Americans between the ages of 18 and 34 are living with their parents, which is the most common living arrangement among early adults. More people do that than live with a spouse, roommates, or by themselves. Mm. But what really knocked us out of our seats was we began to calculate beyond that, you know, having your child sort of in your house and you're providing groceries and maybe letting them watch your netflix we found out that there were 500 billion dollars in addition spent by parents on their adult children subsidizing their cell phone bills their rental costs helping to pay down debt setting the modifications which turned out to be twice as much as what those very same people were putting into their retirement accounts which was $250 billion a year.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about how that compares to the retirement numbers. So it seems like a lot of parents may be sacrificing their retirement years to keep their kids going. Since the
1: study launched, some of the reflections are, hey, what's with those kids? Do they even realize that they're taking so much from their parents? Other people have said, hey, you know what, parents seem to like it. It's sort of, you know, the next stage of helicoptering and hovering, you know, (laughs) wanting your kids to be competitive, to live comfortably, to be happy, to get the best shot at a good life. But the concern is, is that those very same well-intentioned parents, and maybe even well-intentioned kids, could be jeopardizing their own retirement security. Because if you have, on average, $7,000 a year going out to each child throughout their young adult years, that's a lot of money, and many of those very same people can't even afford their own bills and their own retirement savings building that nest egg. So to take so much of their resources and continue to support their kids is worth a discussion.
0: We're talking with Ken Dykewald, CEO and founder of Age Wave, and we're talking about a study that reveals how large the amount of money is that parents are giving to their adult kids. We're talking about millennial kids here, I think. What age range are the parents who are contributing all this money? Are these boomers primarily or younger?
1: If we're looking at what are called early adults, which are 18 to 34-year-olds, that's how the Census Bureau and sociologists categorize that, Mm -hmm. the parents are going to range anywhere from 40 to about 70. So they're boomers and Xers often in the peak of earning years of their lives so they might be feeling kind of flush but on the other hand we know that about half of those people have almost nothing save for their own retirement so it may be short-sighted for so many people and by the way 92 percent chris of parents are providing some subsidization of their early adult children so it's not just Middle income, it's not just high net worth, it's not people who are modestly resourced, it's kind of everyone. This has become the new normal. And we have never before in American history, maybe world history, seen a situation like this. I know I was born in 1950. When I was growing up, when you turned 18 or 20 or graduated school, you were pretty much on your own. Right. And in fact, if you ask for money, a handout from your parents, that was something you were a little bit ashamed of, and you weren't going to live at home with your parents, because that was embarrassing. Today, it's become quite normal, and it's hard to know if these parents are empowering their kids by helping them out, or as they say, enabling, and therefore weakening them. But this discussion has got to be had. This is a new phenomenon. These young people are taking a little bit longer to get launched. And their parents generously are trying to help them along the way, but they may not be able to really afford it.
0: Ken, why do you see millennials struggling to launch, you know, their own lives? Is it because of student loans, or is it the cost of living in the rent costs in major cities? Is there a single factor there?
1: I think there's a few forces. One of them is that back in the 1960s, the cost of a public college was about $500 per year for tuition. Now it's about 10000 The cost for a private college back then was about $3,000 a year. Now it averages $35,000 a year. Mm. We've been worried about the cost of automobiles or gasoline going up, but there's been no big outcry over the fact that, tuition for colleges has just been skyrocketing. And so for a lot of young people who want to get ahead, they have to take out loans. By the way, more girls take out loans than boys because more young women are graduating from college than guys are. So that's number one, very expensive. Number two, those college loans can be three, four hundred dollars a month, every month. On top of that, urban environments, housing has become extremely expensive. And so here you've got these 25- and 30-year-olds who are straddled often with college debt. The other thing that's happening with these young people is that they actually get along really great with their parents. Back for example, in an earlier era there might have been one TV set and a few telephones, so people kind of had a share if they lived in a home. Now a young person can live in their mom and dad's home, maybe help with the chores, They can go in their own room and watch Netflix if that's what they like, and they can come and go as they please. So it's become more accepting and acceptable for young people to live with their parents. And guess what? A lot of the parents say they kind of like to help out. That may be just as big a challenge as weaning them off of this idea of continually helping their kids as it is a challenge to have these kids kind of get their umbilical cords cut and get out on their own.
0: Do you have any advice for parents who might be listening who are thinking, hey, maybe I do need to cut back? Is there an easy way to do that?
1: I think it's a series of discussions. First of all, I think if it's a single parent or there's a couple parents, to stop and say, whoa, just heard this program. Let me make sure I understand what's going on here. Are we doing that? Well, yeah, we are. Can we afford to? And when is the exit strategy going to come into play? We talked to young people in focus groups, and they said, well, yeah, parents pay your phone bills and your health bill and your car insurance. That's just what parents do. So they didn't think that they were being mean by asking for that. They just thought that's part of the parent project. So to answer your question, I think parents need to think seriously and responsibly about what they can afford so that they don't ultimately wind up in trouble financially and having to be a burden on those very same kids that they're trying to be so kind to. And there needs to be discussions between the generations. On top of that, in our study, 90% agreed that financial education should be taught in high school. A lot of the parents were saying, you know, we've tried to teach our kids. We're not even exactly sure how to teach them in this modern age. And social media is having a big impact on them. There needs to be some standard Basic level of financial education so people can learn about managing debt and the value of compounding and living within your means, which is no longer that certain out there in our lives. So a combination of taking stock, drawing boundaries, not just cutting your kids off tonight, but developing sort of a game plan so that in one year or in three years and making sure the kids get that and then being sure that they've got the financial education to be able to make wise decisions
0: ken dykewald ceo and founder of age wave age wave developed this study we've been talking about with merrill lynch ken if people want to learn more is there a web address you could give us
1: ml.com merrill Lynch.com and slash parenting and the entire report and also some guidelines about how to have these discussions with either your parents or your children are posted for free right there on their website,
0: no obligation. Terrific. Ken, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Next, when the temperatures rise, so does the rate of gun violence. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back
1: right after this.